Welcome to episode six. Um, and I just want to put out a disclaimer. Uh, we were supposed to be talking about episode 13 and 14 of Big Mouth today. But I've decided that I'm going to watch 13 and 14, 15 and 16 together while I'm in Korea and have that be episode seven that I record. Um, and I'll just talk about it and wrap it up. And then we'll be talking about Little Woman, which is a Netflix K-drama. So we'll talk about that next week. In the meantime, today's episode would be a pre-recorded episode that I recorded. It's actually one of the first few episodes I recorded for this podcast where we talk about uh, common tropes in K-drama. So we're just going to go ahead and uh, play that away. With that being said, I'm so excited I'm finally recording. It is very weird, though, recording, like, by yourself. Um, it is nighttime here. Um, and But you know what? We're a go. So I didn't want to go jumping right deep into, like, the dramas I'm watching right now. So I want to just take a step back. And today's episode is going to be discussing um, overused plots or tropes in Korean dramas. Now, if you've been watching Korean dramas for a long time, none of the things I'm going to mention right now is going to be new to you. Matter of fact, as I say them, excuse me, you'll be able to think immediately of dramas that use that plot line or have used that plot line or trope. Uh, and so today we'll be dissecting or just going into six main overused plot lines and for some of these i'll give examples of dramas um that i've utilized this plot line so <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and get started uh the first ever one isn't going to be news for anyone it is our favorite propelling um out of nowhere <laughs> moment which is memory loss aka amnesia uh, this is the worst one because almost often it is used at the moment where you feel like, oh, finally, the male lead and the female lead have gone through so much. It's time for them to be happy. No. No, no, no. They don't deserve that. They need something else. They need more. Uh, that's usually when that like comes up. And and there are some instances where where they they do utilize that plot line well, where it doesn't feel slapped in or thrown in. Like an example would be Healer, right? So for anyone who hasn't watched it, I mean this drama's been around now for a minute, so I'm gonna just low key spoil this for you, I guess. <laughs> um, but still go watch it because I I freaking love Healer healer uh, but uh in healer the two and uh, male the two leads um Park Young and Ji Chang Wook shoot I'm like spasming his name I'm pretty sure that's his name which is terrible because I like him uh, <laughs> uh the two the two leads in this drama uh knew each other as kids that's another trope we're gonna get into uh but they didn't have a memory of each other because they both kind of blocked out or erased that moment from their time period especially the female lead 
because that was a very traumatic experience for her. Excuse me. And uh, understandable, because that is something that happens in real life with real people. Like the brain protects the person by blocking off like traumatic memory. So to me, that's like that, that I would say was a well-written u- utilization of memory loss. The amnesia plot line in Boys Will Flower at episode 23, that was the opposite of that. The way this couple or the coupling in Boys Will Flowers were just put through, I don't even know, because I'm just like, at this point, why are y'all still together? I mean, why are y'all together in the first place? But that's neither here or there. They just couldn't let them be. They just had to add the amnesia effect, like, when they were almost at the finish line, it was like, you can't be happy, like, at all, um, and this is why I have trust issues with dramas that are over 20 episodes, because I don't know if any of you have seen 50 episode dramas, the roller coaster that is, like, all sense of logic goes out the window, the roller coaster that it is to keep a drama for this long so anything past 20 episodes i already know they're gonna start pulling some stuff because why was boys with flower 25 episodes long who asked for that did i watch every single one yes was i young yes would i watch it again if this movie was made in 2022 absolutely not but i also don't think he'd be make, made in 2022 because that was a very you know, <laughs> there's going to be a whole episode dedicated to dissecting Boys of Flowers because there was just a lot. There was a lot. And we added up. I included myself in that. When I was younger, I added up. Once I grew older, excuse me, um, I recognized that this was not an okay romantic situation, like, at all. Um, but yes, memory loss is definitely things that they use to propel the, uh, the plot forward. I know Faded to Love You also used that, uh, unnecessary, (laughs) very unnecessary. Um, but yeah, so I would say I don't see it as much in the way that the (laughs) mid 2000 dramas need just like abuse the hell excuse my language out of that out of that plot line so we're gonna move on from amnesia to our next best friend we're gonna talk about the rich guy poor girl slash chibble um (laughs) i mean (laughs) another like uh, 2000s favorite tropes it's still prevalent um like honestly (laughs) uh there's always it's just a male lead more often than not i mean there are instances of the rich girl poor guy um but more often than not it's the male lead in the drama is rich a very very quote-unquote attractive guy if they're if it's a high school thing He's also a very popular guy. And then the poor girl is very, like, quirky and, like, very kind and just, like, 
blunt um and obviously again poor <laughs> and i mean to name a few strong woman uh what's wrong with secretary kim cinderella on the four nights i mean literally fit to love you uh i mean she she had a job so she wasn't poor poor but she um, yeah yeah never mind yeah hairs i mean <laughs> Ooh, that was a roller coaster of a drama um and not in a yeah okay flower boy ramen shop protect the bus i actually like to protect the bus i thought it was cute um the master son like all of that right i think for me <laughs> we can always name dramas there's a long list of dramas that have that plot line I think for me, the biggest things I notice in this plot line or trope is that those poor girls, <laughs> they are the richest poor girls I have ever met. Like, if they're going to do this whole thing and have the, the, the rich guy kind of fall for the poor girl and helps elevate her out of the misery that she's in, uh... <laughs> Could they try? <laughs> like, could they at least try? I mean, there are many times this poor girl characters be having coats on coats on coats. They have more coats than me, and I don't, I don't identify as poor. <laughs> like, they have more coats, bags, and they have the latest Samsung, the latest phone. I mean, come on, come on. <laughs> come on. I mean stop uh, yeah i mean the only other instances where they're actually looking like they're in misery is just the fact that they say they are um and all the other characters point out they are and they can't afford school and all that kind of stuff but they wear new outfit every day like it's a different outfit every scene and even if like oh well they thrifted it well, if you are really, really poor, you're not spending your money thrifting so that you can wear a new clothes every day and a new long line coat because those things are expensive. <laughs> Coats and jackets are expensive than the average shirt and pants. But in the K-drama world, the poor girls are mid-class, mid actually. Um, but the biggest thing for me that I also noticed if we were to go to um, Hairs and Boys with Flowers or just similar types of dramas where the girl, um, where <laughs> the girl like packs her bags and like disappears, but she packs like, excuse me, she packs like the smallest suitcase and then like you just see her like outfit after outfit after outfit and you're like, does she have a machine? that like magically makes all the clothes super tiny because where are you pulling these clothes out from i go on a on a three-day trip and my luggage is is bigger than half this poor korean girl's luggages that's like their entire life in the luggage i don't know what that says about me maybe i'm just the one that overpacks but i can't imagine like running away and only packing a suitcase 
but then showing up outfit after outfit after outfit. I just I don't know. I I don't know. But that's that trope. Um, and then the next trope is, and I kind of alluded to this, but the childhood friends into lover trope. We see this a lot. It's very there. They knew each other when they were kids um, or have some sort of interaction. I mentioned healer in the memory loss. Uh, uh, those two main characters obviously knew each other's kids and Hiller's dad, Hiller's dad, um, the male lead's dad, was suspected of killing the female lead's dad. I mean, it turns out he didn't kill him, but like that was the once it once they figured out who they were, that was the next thing for them to solution, right? It's like, oh, like we can't be together because I think like my dad might have killed your dad, and it's all this stuff. Um, or they don't know they're like they've known each other since they were kids. And then something happens and then all of a sudden, like, they remember <laughs> um, that they grew up together or they lived in the same neighborhood or, like, one sort of jumped into the ocean and the other sa- saved him or her. There's all this stuff. And I'm sitting here and I'm just like, is there something wrong with me? Because I barely remember last week. <laughs> People in Korean dramas be having vivid ass memories, excuse my language, um, vivid memories of things they did when you were freaking 12. I don't have vivid memories of things I did when I was 24. Talk less of like remembering my first love from freaking like from school. I, I know I'm sure I had one. <laughs> But if someone was like, tell me about him, I couldn't tell you. I could not. Do people really be having that much of a passionate love that they they remember? All of those intricate details of about those people they haven't seen in years? If it's just me, someone just let me know if it's just me. <laughs> Because I maybe I need to get myself checked out because my brain doesn't work that way. But in the K-drama world, it works like that for everyone. Everyone just like, I handed you a piece of candy or you had a bite of my ice cream um, and you were the first person I ever loved. 45 years later, I remember everything about that. I'm like, what? Like, you were like six. <laughs> like... Uh, stop I just I can never take those tropes seriously but it happens it happens um very often um and now we're gonna go into the jerk male lead slash the hate turns into love trope we've seen this a lot like a lot uh for some reason it is not okay it is not okay for you to just not like be either of those like for your relationship to start as two people like actually liking each other or the male lead not being a jerk somewhere (laughs) somewhere in the universe of when a korean drama writer is sitting on the room and coming up with a concept of what they want to pitch to 
the KBS of the world and the SBS of the world, they're like, we just need a male character with a terrible personality. And then he's going to fall for this girl. And because he's falling for her, he's going to change for the better because he likes her. And he learns to not be mean to her because he likes her. But for the first six episodes, this man is a complete jerk to this girl. Sometimes first in episodes. Episode 10, he realizes he's in love with her and starts treating her better. But for 10 episodes, I had to sit here and watch you be mean to her and everyone else around you. I mean, come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like a truly, like a decent person, a decent person will like, if there, if, if there are traumas or things that's, that they're working through, right, they will work that out or figure out how to work that out without pulling everyone into it. Meaning, if I am having abandonment <laughs> issues, I need to go see th- get help, sick therapy, sick therapy. But in the meantime, I'm not going to walk around being mean to people who did nothing to me. And it's absolutely possible to be going through a traumatic experience or be going through something and not take it out on other people. But not in the K-drama world. It, because they justify, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying not to talk about Boys With Flowers, but that's like one of the, my go-to examples. But like, w- they justify certain behaviors of this male lead. Well, he was raised this way. Or, well, he never got love. Oh, well, like all of this. And I'm like, yes, I understand. And I get it. But for 10 episodes, though, like, come on. Like, come on. Yeah, no. Uh, (laughs) And like, oh, he's changing because he's attracted to me. So if he's not attracted to me, it's okay for him to continue to be a jerk. I I just don't know when I've ever said some guy is ever like, Maybe if you're a teenager, I don't know. I don't want to, like, speak of teenagers because I don't know how teenagers think these days. I know how I thought when I was a teenager. So maybe if I know how, well, I didn't think that way. But I know how, it doesn't really matter. What am I, even, what am I doing here? <laughs> um, uh, where was I? Um, yikes. Oh, yeah, I've never once had a guy be, like, mean or actively watch someone yell at uh, a waiter at a restaurant or just being just a big old jerk and thought, "Mm, yes, I want him. I want him. That's my man. I want to date him. I can change him. No, no, no. Never once have I thought, that's hot, in the words of Paris Hilton. Never. Uh, but apparently in the K-dramas, it's, it keeps people around, and somehow this female, female lead ends up with this jerk. Uh, and, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to lie in front and say, 
when I was younger, watching some of these dramas that had these tropes, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like, he was such a jerk, but like, he softened up because of her and she taught him to be better. Like, yeah. I mean, whatever. I, I did, okay? I definitely edit up, but I also knew that that wasn't how I would do actually want to be treated. And not because I'm like, oh, this is what I think. I know. <laughs> because if someone was to be mean to me that I was interested in, like in the way that half this man's are mean to the female lead, I'm out the door. I don't do well with that. My dad's not that mean to me. Or really at all. <laughs> and, and so, so no, um, I wouldn't accept that from anyone else. But like, it was cute on the drama. But I had that sense of reality. I'm grateful for that. Um, but I mean, can we say Master Son? Can we say Sudisub's character Kojo? 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 I mean, there was nothing more rude than just telling someone to get lost every time they were in your presence. But we add him up. I mean, I did. I yeah, I was team him. I was like, he's just he just has some childhood trauma. <laughs> he'll, he'll get past it. Uh, yeah. No. Anyways, we're moving on from that because that I could go on. Uh, my my favorite one. <laughs> second lead syndrome slash stalker second lead. I said to put this together because sometimes it's, it goes hand in hand. Uh, not hand in hand because I they just go together. Uh, so for those who might be new to Korean dramas, and I, um, a second lead is basically the nice guy. More often than not, the nice guy, okay? Or the third party, because I won't say nice guy because I was just talking stalker second lead is the one that most likely or most often what is already dating or already shows interest in the female lead while the first male lead is still being a jerk and working his way around <laughs> being nice. Um, or more often than not, the female lead likes that second male lead and then and the second male lead hasn't acknowledged that and then they fall for the first male lead and his jerky ways um but yeah it's usually just like the third the second guy who is just there and most often also like a friend of the female lead um and most often the nicer version because the first Billy is too busy being a jerk um and so so that's just kind of like how I would explain that I'm not really good at that that's why I'm not really a teacher um <laughs> I like explaining things uh well I guess that has nothing to do with nothing to do with being a teacher just has something never mind uh <laughs> you can tell that my brain just just goes where it goes and I'm just gonna let it do that uh and this is just me and this is what you guys are gonna get but uh <laughs> more often than not the first male lead always gets the girl and you can you know off the bat right off the bat it's easy to determine which guy is the first male lead? The first step really is whoever the play, whoever the actor is, right? If 
if in a drama you have like soju sub as like a, a male actor in the drama and then you have who's a good one and then you have what's the dude from the dude from forecasting the current drama with Park Min Young what's his name her ex the dude that she's like got married to or was gonna get married to that she and her <sighs> i can't i can't remember his name either way if those two people were in a drama together that naturally you kind of figure out okay so the sub is the male lead right so off the bat you can get a sense of who the male lead is based off of like the actors <laughs> Um, uh, using a female example, would you say Park Min Young? Because that girl everywhere, she everywhere, she come in, she everywhere this year. It's like they're like, oh, you you done? Shove more, shove more down your throat. I keep seeing like all the other stuff that she's coming out with, and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm barely, I'm barely, I'm not even, <laughs> I'm not done yet. <laughs> um, but good for her. She's she's busy and getting paid. Um, and it's good for me to see her still working and that sounds so dramatic because she's not even old or anything but like i watched i've been watching her since i was younger and sh since she was younger and seeing her still pulling this first like female lead roles and still being relevant at least to me uh it's great to see so i will watch whatever else summer hits and miss for me but i would still give them a try uh, but if if Park Min Young is in a drama and then like Kim Sugi Sugi, uh, from uh, forget me your memory or something. And like Splash Splash Love, and a bunch of other things. If she was also in there, I mean, I would naturally think that Park Min Young is the female lead. So that's one way of kind of define, determining who is who is what, right? And then after that, you just know. <laughs> you just you just know right off the bat, right? Like it just you just get the vibes. Um and once you start watching more and more K dramas, it's gonna come naturally to you. But well, the best bet is just recognizing the actresses and recognizing, okay, at the at the levels which they'll be considered an A plus or a B plus level, you can kind of determine what who is who. Um but that's that's just tracking down what a second lead syndrome is. There are not that many times where the second lead gets the girl. There's only one time, <laughs> there's an example of an instance where it did happen. This is like a, a older drama, uh, Nail Shop Paris. Uh, I think that song, Song Jiring? I don't know. I think that's his name. And the other girl in it, the main girl in it, um, she was in, she, she was in a girl group. I don't know which one. Um, I only watched it once when it came like years ago. So, <laughs> but I he got the girl and he was the second male lead. But that one's a little tricky because somewhere halfway through the drama, the first male lead started to kind of feel like he was being pushed to the back burner. So 
technically at some point he was getting less screen time than the second male lead, which would then push him into second male lead and put Song Jae-rim's character into first male lead. So maybe he maybe the first male lead still got the girl. I don't know. I have I haven't watched this trouble once. I haven't watched this since then. So if anyone knows, uh tweet at me. It's drama knee uh, on Twitter. Let me know if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly. Now let's talk about the stalker aspect of the second lead. Um, and I, <laughs> it's frustrating to watch for me because I always want to go through the TV and just shake them and say stop. Because imagine telling someone you're not interested, and that person deciding by themselves on their lonesome. That's not good enough for them. They will keep trying and trying and trying because you must love them. Toxic. Do you know an example of this that boils me? Boils me what? <laughs> I don't know if any of you watch Mr. Queen. Um, and there might be a spoiler here. So if you haven't watched it, I'm sorry. It's definitely a lot more recent than some of the other it came out 2020, rap 2021, early 2021. But if you haven't watched it, I say go watch it. I truly, truly enjoyed it. I didn't love the, the how it rapped, but I enjoyed it nonetheless. Uh, the Quinn's Cousin. Now, I watched this drama on Viki, and one of the things I love about watching dramas on Viki is the comment section. I always leave the time comment on because people are hilarious, but then they're also annoying at the same time. And never like I've had more instances watching Mr. Q- Queen. I had a desire to turn off the time comment because people will excuse anything if you're attractive or objectively attractive. Now I am sometimes one of those people's, but <laughs> uh, uh, primarily in this scenario, there are people that were rooting for the cousin. They were like. I have second male lead syndrome. I was like, what? Are you okay? Do you need to seek help? One, this is your cousin. I don't care how many people justify by saying, well, they're not like their step. Like they're not related. They're not half or anything. Like the guy was adopted. They grew up together like from baby kids as cousins. They're cousins. Okay. (laughs) like cousins they are uh but besides that since everyone else on some of the comments were overlooking the fact that that already is questionable they kind of want to justify it because he's attractive if he was not relatively or objectively attractive everyone would say that's gross so pretty privilege right there but two this man wouldn't take no for an answer. Like, literally, the entire series was him forcing himself on this woman. I mean, not physically, per se. I mean, there are definitely close instances. Um, uh, but he just wouldn't let it go. Like, just a very possessive behavior he had that made it really frustrating every time he came into the scene. And I'm not going to lie, when he died, and I'm sorry for anyone else that's 
about to see this or it's in your queue, I sincerely apologize. I did warn you at the beginning of when I started talking about Mr. Queen that I am going to be spoiling it. So hopefully you took my heat a few second minutes ago. Um, but when he died, I felt nothing. Like, I mean, like it's, well, that's a lie. I felt sad that he, I not like, I wasn't sad, sad, but I was like, man, like he's, his dad, mostly sad in the fact that the, like his dad just didn't care <laughs> that much. Um, and sort of added to the loss of his son, but like, it's a sacred, it's a historical drama. People don't have love there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, oh, my lovers. Okay. Um, yeah, but other than me just being like, oh, that must sad be- that must feel sad because he must feel abandoned by his dad. Beyond that, I was like, good for you because you almost had the king killed because of your selfishness towards this girl that told you to leave her alone. That told you she don't want you. So that is the stalker's second lead, the one that just can't take no for an answer. And they really, really are trying to force you to see their love for you. When in reality, it's not a matter of seeing their love for you. You don't want the love. Simple. So I didn't like him at all. Like his entire character trash. Um, (laughs) uh, So the people that loved him, kudos to you. Argue with yourself. Uh, And then the last one we're going to touch on is the piggyback ride. This one's a very popular trope. The slap it in um, here and there still happens relatively. Um, but I mean, weightlifting Kim Bok Ju, uh, Dare for Lady Kong, Kong Shim, Kong Shim. Is that what it is? Yeah, with Mina from Girls Day. Girls Day. Yeah, not AOA, Girls Day, I think. Because. Is Haley in Girls Day? Whichever one. She's in one of those girl groups. Um, Boys with a Flower, Suspicious Partner, Moon Lovers, Scarlet Heart Rio, uh, Personal Taste. I mean, I could I could go on. You get the gist. Um, this usually happens. Uh, the male lead. <laughs> the female lead gets drunk. The male lead gives her a piggyback ride home. People are strong. Excuse me. People are strong. That's all I can say. Because where do people get the energy to be carrying a whole human person on their body? Never mind. I just answered that question. Supposedly, all these Korean drama men are very, like, fit people. Um, I can't imagine that the average human person that lives in Korea or really anywhere else is just able to just walk for periods of time can another human being if you're not a body a body not a body shifter a body lifter a weight lifter <laughs> oh my gosh a body lifter okay um <laughs> and if it's not drunk it is like you hurt your ankle uh and i hurt my ankle several times matter of fact i'm nursing well, I'm nursing a hurt knee right now, but in terms of ankle, I've definitely hurt my ankle several times, and no one has carried me anywhere. So that's your test that this isn't real because no one's giving me a piggyback ride. I think my last piggyback ride was when I was like a baby. 
Um, and that would be it for our six, like the six core tropes I wanted to kind of talk about. I do have a list of honorable mentions. Uh, the risk grab, we all know, we've all seen it. Um, there's nothing greater than someone entitled to your body and attention. When you want to walk away and you're like, no, I'm not done talking to you. Can we talk about that scene from Hairs with Cha Hun Sang, like Pak Shunae's character and Imi No and oh, what's his name? Hubin's character where homegirl was like being pulled opposite direction by these two guys. And I'm just like, girl, is your wrist okay? <laughs> uh, so yeah, the wrist grab is definitely there. And I still see it to this day, but not has not as harsh as it used to be like mid early mid 2000s because they really with the strength that they used to piggyback piggyback give piggyback right that they used that same level of strength to pull this girls and i'm just like sir words you can't force someone to listen to you when they don't want to i'd be damned if i'm walking away from you and you pull me back because that means you want to fight. I'm just kidding. Say <laughs> so it's a person who's never been in a fight before. Um, another one is the uh, whenever anyone goes to, to the United States to study and they come back all professional and just like very successful and just put together. And I'm just like, LOL, what? <laughs> like, like, I, I don't know what part of you as you go to and how you're transforming because I live here and I don't transform into that at all. So that one always just makes me laugh. Um, this one doesn't make anyone laugh. It's the white truck of death. Every time a car accident is happening, if it's not the the lead sort of driving to a pole, it's most often, especially if it's like a revenge drama or the beginning of a drama to sort of propel some sort of plot forward, a white truck of debt comes out of nowhere and uh, hurts, hits a car and kills somebody or hurts someone. Or if it's a prison getaway, I just don't understand. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a chicken. I never risked my life to escape by like, uh, like asking for a giant truck <laughs> to knock over my prison bus like, I mean, or I don't know. It just seems like not a sound idea. But for some reason, it works every single time in these dramas where someone needs a, 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 a person who is being transferred from one place to, from the courts to the prison or whatever the case may be to be to escape. They use a truck of debt, the white truck of debt. And every time they make it out, it's shocking. <laughs> The odds are in their favor. Um, and this one, this next one, Kim Won Hey, Mans isn't everything. That's all. That's all I'd say there. Uh, if you have not seen a drama that has Kim Won Hey, what is you watching? What are you watching? Because if you've not seen a drama that has that man in it, you need to reconsider your life. That man is everywhere. <laughs> I could be watching like six dramas at a given time and he's in at least five of them and the and like for longer periods of time and then does like a cameo in this in the sixth one <laughs> he's everywhere my man stay booked and busy so good for him um this other one 
I don't see it as much anymore, or maybe I just don't pay attention or I skip past it. But Subway and Quiznos, K dramas were like major back alert, major back alert. They always be eating at a Subway, and the worst part is that sometimes the sandwiches in the drama look dry as hell, <laughs> just dry. I'm like, could you put some sauce on it? Because I know you're choking. I know you're choking. You gotta be choking. <laughs> gotta be joking you gotta be choking um i i just i miss when well i guess i just i don't care either way i know they're trying to sell me something more often than not i don't buy anything anyway so like i'm sure it's working for other people it never really works on me um so it doesn't bother me that they do it it's very funny when they do it too obvious where like it doesn't even make sense like you guys are just talking about murdering someone and then now you're talking about this moisturizer rolly ball thing that you guys are putting on your eye and your neck and sharing it i mean germs (laughs) like does it make sense to you no okay um (laughs) okay um another trope is unplugging yourself and then just like leaving it's like if i if someone gets in a hospital an accident goes to the hospital they wake up and they just unplug themselves and leave and i'm just like so you're just dining and dashing at the hospital and like what degree did you get to think that you were just good to just pull things out of your arm and just walk out the door everyone does it it's like i could never (laughs) Because I'm not smarter than a doctor. So that's there. I mean, for medical things. I guess in general, too. (laughs) Um, uh, People, another trope is people never, like, (laughs) they do a scene in a coffee shop. They will order food and drinks, most often a drink. And they most often never touch that drink. And then leave. And the drink is still there fully on the table. I remember more dramas that do that than I remember dramas that actually have them partake in the drink they've ordered. Um, I would say, hello, my 20s or age of youth, when she was breaking up with her boyfriend, I think for the second time, and she like ordered iced coffee and she sort of drank that. She actually drank that, right? So that that's that's the only example that's coming to my head of when like they actually ingested it. Um, this other trope was very, very, very popular. It was like this was where all the poor girls lived. A rooftop apartment. Um and the only thing I think whenever I see that is but she'd be drinking a lot. How is she not falling down the stairs? Two. Imagine moving in. All them stairs. Oh, never mind. I forget. She only has that one tiny luggage. So it's just one trip for her. How the couch, couch gets there, it was already there. Everything else, already there. The new, all the coats, already there. She just carried. So never mind. I answered that question for myself. But me, I couldn't leave in a rooftop apartment purely solely because I am a klutz. <laughs> and as I mentioned, I like literally uh, still dealing with a hurt kneecap. So 
having flights of stairs just isn't it for me outward and I'm scared of heights so there's that too so (laughs) so I'm just like good for you because I could never um and then to wrap it all up we see these all the time anywhere there is a rich table there is most often an equally evil parent family member really close aunt it's like there has to like you can't be rich and nice which makes sense because you can't have it all you know you have that that's be something wrong with you and I don't know I'm tr- I was trying to think of what like I would say my the worst evil mom I've come across in k-drama I will say, let me say this I think that I know most people will say oh uh boys of the flowers mom um because she really she really she really did the thing up until episode three when she sort of just stopped caring and then they, they added that amnesia plot um but for me I would say I would say I'm trying to think I would say secret guardian mom and the reason why I'm saying that isn't because she was any less like like she was just as she was me but I think the reason why I'm choosing her from my remembrance is from BOF the mom sort of like let it go she found like her husband didn't die and she just became a like a nicer person and less evil e um and for the most part in other places I can think of they just got kind of resolved itself but at the end of secret garden to my memory his mom still didn't like her there was no coming around they'd had to drop off the kid so she didn't have to see him see her the mom um I have to rewatch it because I haven't watched it in years so maybe I'm misunderstanding but I don't know let me get back to you on who I feel I have to sit down and really think about it but she's the only one coming to me right now and that's because she just never let it go um she stuck to her guns um <laughs> so uh that is it uh for excuse me for uh the first ever episode of the k-drama after party podcast uh tune in in on thursday uh to listen to a deep dive of boys with flower um that drama most certainly as used if not all most of this cliches or tropes that i mentioned today so stay tuned for that for the next episode um and then after that we'll get right into the dramas i'm currently watching uh but in the meantime please go ahead and follow me on twitter and instagram at drama and uh, if you want to go ahead and get some really nice cute stationary stationary items uh you can go to dramaani.com um and there's a bunch of stuff that you can buy to put around in your home and use your home and pens you can put in your person your jacket and keychains and xyz uh i had so much fun recording this by myself um and i also come to realize how much my brain does too much while i'm trying to stay focused um but I don't regret this and I'm keeping these episodes as is um, because I always just kind of want to bring my rawest form because again this is 
unloading my thoughts and your thoughts don't come out properly organized all the times all the time with that being said this is the longest outro uh i will see you all thursday have a wonderful rest of your day and have a great day at whatever time you're listening to this and goodbye